The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, hey, Jay Landai. Andrew Gross. Uh, prior to 3 o'clock, we were talking about 10 embarrassing things you should never order at a restaurant. We said, well done steak, a side of ketchup, ranch dressing, strawberry <laughs> daiquiris, asking for a fork to eat your pizza. A side of ketchup for your steak. For your well done steak, yeah. right. Uh, asking for a fork yeah. in an Asian restaurant, hot tea. <laughs> and I forgot that the biggest problem with hot tea, and a couple of people texted who work in the industry, that... Well, coffee, you just grab the pot and yeah. pour it. Hot tea, you got to actually heat yeah. the water, right, to a boil. Um, anything, it's never at a boil. Come on. <laughs> anything vegan at a non-vegan restaurant. There, there was two more, and uh, I'll do ten first. Chicken fingers at a fine dining restaurant. Yeah. Uh, people are pretty... Uh, picky but uh, chefs actually, are pickier do they actually have uh, i've not sh- i've never been to a fine dining restaurant where there's chicken fingers well I and think i'm a chicken finger aficionado i love chicken fingers I, I sauce and it, hot sauce one of my favorite really yeah i i think it m- maybe has more to do with you and your spouse are going for fine dining but you've brought the child and you're mm, asking do you okay. have chicken fingers or that sort of thing right but oh and by the way it's a fine dining restaurant don't bring your kid <laughs> yeah no who could afford that uh and number nine, What's I hesitate. Number nine? Uh, making massive substitutions. Oh, yeah. Now, look, I know my wife is listening right now. <laughs> so I'm not going to exaggerate or take artistic license with this. She doesn't make massive. Oh, stop now. <laughs> she doesn't make massive substitutions. But in the 20, almost six years I've been with that woman, <sighs> it's rare that I've seen her order. From the menu. From the menu. And it's just, I mean, she'll order from the menu, but it'll be like, a, you know, like, hey, but can you put this on the side? Or I want extra mayo, but I want it on the side. And it's it's little things like that because she knows it's hard to tell if they put extra mayo. So if you get it on the side, she can then add the extra mayo. No, she gets it. Or she'll substitute the this for the that for the, the whatever. And then more often than not, if one of the orders is incorrect, it's hers. Yeah. And then the rest of us have our food, but mm-hmm. hers is not right. Mm-hmm. So your two choices at that point are hers goes back and yeah. she doesn't get to eat with us, or she soldiers through it but is not happy, which sort of changes mm. the mood at the table a little bit. I never substitute anything. It is the way it is. And that goes for fast mm-hmm. food to fine dining because even if it's fast food, you know, there was a chef somewhere that invented the Big Mac. I mean, there was a chef somewhere that went, these are the perfect ingredients to put together for the perfect burger, right? That was his mission. So to say, well, I'll take a Big Mac, but I want ketchup. No. No, it wasn't designed with ketchup. But here's the thing. I'm like, if that's the way you like it, that's the way you like it. But you don't like like a Big Mac then. You like a burger with ketchup that's got two patties. And the special sauce on it. That's it. (laughs) I guess. I like my dry ribs. From Earl's, the salt mm. and pepper, the Leroy's dry ribs, mm-hmm. tossed in hot sauce. Mm. I like my chicken fingers, tossed in hot sauce. The other thing I is... I like everything sure. with some hot sauce. Now, I used to work at McDonald's back in the day. I like my Caesar salad with so an extra So you're another one of, of those Caesar people. salad dressing. Not, I don't make huge modifications, all, but I'll add. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, Carol, too. I like a goopy salad. Sure. 
I mean, it's one thing to put together your own pizza. Sure, they've got all the ingredients. It doesn't really matter, right? They've made some suggestions on their menu. That's one thing. Mm. Back, and it's probably different now, I'm sure, because I'm sure all the the training and methods have changed at McDonald's. But that was my first ever job was McDonald's. And when somebody ordered a burger done differently, it it was called a grill order. We would say, okay, and coming up on a grill well, you order. you know why they did it. They wanted it fresh. That's right. But that actually gets in the way of the system that we had Remember, at then, McDonald's. Then say no. Because we're, we're no. they're then cooking. No. And, I know. Then they have to say no to it. No, no, you have to. Yeah. Right. Or the only thing they would say no to is the example I actually used. We were told, maybe it's changed, that you are never to sell a Big Mac with ketchup on it ever. And I, I always thought at the time that it was because they were so proud of the Big Mac. But in hindsight, I'm thinking they probably didn't want people to realize it's just a burger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's really, it's just a burger. I had a friend, I had a friend, uh, every time we went out for dinner, every time we went out for dinner, there was something the matter with her meal. Well, that's the other part of it. And something got sent back mm. every time. And I don't know if it was because she didn't want to pay for it, but every time, well, she was she was a complainer to start with, but every time. You know when you get a Caesar salad? Mm -hmm. So there's romaine, romaine lettuce, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. and you know the, the crispy bit in the middle? Mm -hmm. She would cut the crispy <laughs> bit out and just eat the other part. <laughs> I'd watch her do it. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> I had that. But every single time, it was almost on cue, gone. I find that irritating. Yeah. I really do. I sort of, you know, to be honest with you, if they ask. The other thing I find irritating, honestly, is that same individual, who I don't know personally at all, but a friend years ago, who will complain about the way their dish is, but then when the server comes by and says, how's everything, or how are the first few bites, they'll okay. go, oh, they're great. <laughs> well, which is Hello. it? Yeah, just say what it is. Or this. <laughs> and then I'll stop. Okay. <laughs> Which I'm going to just say my wife does, and I've never understood it, because we've talked about it several times. We'll be in a restaurant we've not been to before. She'll look at the menu and take her time with it, which is fine. I want her to take her time with it. And then she'll say to the waiter or waitress... What do you recommend? Or is, the, is this any good? Like, you know, is this dish... Like, whatever it is. Is this... You know, and they'll... I've never heard a server go, Ugh, it's crap. <laughs> like, they're never going to be... They always go, Oh, yeah, that's my favorite. I have heard servers say, well, it's good, but this is my favorite, or mm. this is well, what I Well, that's a good recommend. server, though. Yes. Especially if the second it's dish is a little right? more expensive, yeah. Do we had a re it's funny how, and let's not get going on this again for the 12th time in the last month. It's funny how customer service has just changed in general, though, right? Because when you see a good waiter or waitress, mm -hmm. you remember it. Mm -hmm. That's how rare the spot, the sighting is, right? Because in Vegas, I... I had a burger at a restaurant in the hotel we're staying in, and it was like one of the best burgers I've ever had. The next day I go to the restaurant, and I couldn't remember which burger it was. So I ordered another burger, and it wasn't, mm. you know, quite any. And the guy came by, and he was like, how's the first few bites or whatever? I'm like, you know, it's good, but it's not the burger I had yesterday. And he goes, well, what would you have yesterday? I go, I don't know. He goes, well, was it? And, he's, and I'm like, they're all just names. I'm like, I don't know, you know. He goes, all right, all right. Like, he was actually getting right into it. He's like, all right, d close your eyes and describe for me the sensation. Like, you bit into it, what's the first thing you tasted? And I was like, well, let me think. You know, it was like hypnosis. I was like, well, there was lettuce in it. Okay, lettuce. And so he eliminated three that didn't have lettuce. And he's like, was it was it saucy? Like, was it guy? I go, no, no, I don't think so. He goes, did, did you ask for ketchup and mustard to be brought on the side? And I went, 
No, it came with everything. He goes, okay, well, that eliminate. He actually got it down to the burger I ordered and then said, I'll go get you that one. And I'm like, no, 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 I've got this one. And I don't want to be charged for both. It's yeah, Vegas. he was like, no, he goes, the first one's on me. Don't worry about it. And he brought me the other burger. And yeah. it was exactly the one I'd had the well, day before. And, you know, as I mentioned the other day, you know, when you talk about service in restaurants, and of course, certain cities, mm. I think um, there's a different standard um, for, 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 ser- for service. Yes. Um, depending on where you are, of course. Yep. Um, but I. I was surprised, but not surprised, that Jasper had such crappy service when we were there uh, last week in the restaurants that we went to. And again, I know it's, you know, kids coming in, working three months, going off somewhere else and and whatever. But (laughs) it was quite, yeah, no, everyone's just kind of lollygagging around. No one's doing anything. Uh, No one's checking on you. The the fries are cold. Don't serve me. (laughs) Don't serve me cold fries. Come on! <laughs> I know, that's the worst. <laughs> or at a fast Colton, food place. Colton's breakfast, he put his hand on it, he says, this is freezing cold. Yeah, it's been sitting at the pass, right? Come so on. it's been waiting for another dish to come up so she can bring it to the, he or she can bring it to the table. Or they just didn't notice it up on the pass. Because it comes out of the kitchen at the right time. I was watching, our beers were at the, uh, at the bar, and they probably sat there for five minutes. <laughs> oh, that'd be the worst. And I'm worst. sitting there looking at it going, I almost went over and got them. Yeah, He's that. wandering around doing whatever. I'm just like, I'll just grab these. <laughs> How about the waiter or waitress that uh, never writes a thing down? Well, and then gets it wrong. Yeah, and and I've had I've been with people that have actually said, "Okay, you're gonna write this yeah, down. Write it there's down. a lot here. I'd rather yeah. you write it down. Don't 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 impress me with your memory skills that are fla- flawed or faulty, or yeah. that there's a long list of changes coming. Just so you know." <laughs> The most annoying food habit is when my nephew peels his peas, says Gary. Uh, a waitress at Brewster's actually said she doesn't like it after my father-in-law asked uh, uh, if a, a menu item was good. Left her a good tip. Respected the honesty. Doreen says it must be lovely not to have any food intolerances. Some of us have to make substitutions because we have no choice. It's reached the point where I can't order steak or hamburgers in restaurants because some of the things that the chef considers necessary to the seasoning. In fact, I seldom eat out anymore because sometimes the wait staff stands there and sighs if I ask if there are any onions in the salad, etc. Not all of them, but enough to ruin the experience in advance. From oh. Doreen. Is, is Doreen mad at me? Well, she started it with you, but yeah, I was saying weird. that is a, a big I'm thing. I'm sorry, but. I'm not intolerant. That's <laughs> just a weird criticism. It must be nice. Okay, Doreen, calm down there. I got nothing. All right, that's I got fair. More. That's fair. Josh just texted in and said uh, at the Hotel McDonald, the waitress told me I was ordering a lot of carbs. <laughs> yep, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I one time. It uh, may be a big fatsicle, but I want sure. it. Sure. I, I think it was uh, Safeway, and I, I shop at Riverbed Safeway a lot. Like them there, like the store. But it's just this one day. I, I had talked Carol into having like a snack night, like just we're gonna watch movies, mm. and so you know like cheese balls and chicken wings yep, and absolutely. sausage rolls and whatever else. So I just and, and a shrimp ring. Like I just went to a the shrimp ring. I don't. <laughs> I went to the store and just filled the cart full of more than we could possibly yeah. eat. But you know I didn't know what Carol would like or whatever. And I pulled up to the counter, put it all there, and she goes, "I'm oh, having a party." And I went, "No." no. <laughs> 
She just kept going, like, just, oh, okay, well. We've gotten things home before, and like I said, that's a lot of beige. Oh, yeah. That's just a lot of beige. <laughs> when you don't have enough room left for all the stuff that yeah. you're grilling. Snack nights are fun, though. We do that yeah. oftentimes on football nights. and Yeah, us too. And, uh, yeah, Jim makes really good wings, so. I've sort of got, oh, well, nobody cares. Okay. All right. Um, this is uh, interesting. Um yeah. You know, it's part of that the 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 changes the transportation minister mm-hmm. Brian Mason talking the other day about um what he wants to see happen and what's what they're looking at uh at doing uh it follows the Humboldt Broncos bus crash uh, of course but now Transport Canada saying that they're soon going to require all newly built highway buses to have seat belts mm-hmm. um, mandatory on medium and large highway buses starting September 1st, 2020. And uh, that's uh, anything over a weight of 4,536 kilograms. They say small buses, with the exception of school buses, are already required to have lap and shoulder belts. The department says new rules won't won't apply to school buses because they're already designed to protect children in a crash. And I know there's a number of you that would argue that until mm-hmm. um, you were blue in the face. Well, we always get that question, we do. don't we, about why yeah. why then school buses. Now, I've always been of the opinion that the reason is that it would put a lot of school bus companies out of business, but I've never understood why, just the cost of installing, but, but I've never understood why they don't grand, grandfather it, but anything new, right? But I've never heard anyone say before that they're designed to take an impact or they're designed for safety. Yeah, and I think one of the concerns well i i don't know is how do you, how do you get 50 kids out of a school bus if they're all strapped in well, that's, in an accident that would be another thing and bus drivers tell us that right and the yeah, bus drivers have told us that uh, mm-hmm. you know or if the you know so it's it's kind of a head scratcher at times and i know it's been uh it's been a topic of debate on mm-hmm. this show for years and talk radio shows for, for years. Sure. But I saw a commercial for Red Arrow the other day, and we had talked to the fellow from Red Arrow, and I'm pretty sure the guy had a pillow, and there was a, a seatbelt coming across, and I thought, oh, isn't that really? interesting? I haven't been That's on a one seat in belt. years, really. And I had not uh, had not seen one in, in a long time. So here's another thing about uh, what you're talking about, the, the province. Service uh, Alberta Minister Brian uh, Malkinson Here's another suggestion that he's putting forward, what he says the province is looking at. I mentioned it briefly yesterday. (laughs) But he's looking at taking testing back from the private sector and handing it to the government. Chedville, you have been calling for this for a long, long time. Some of the problems associated with it I wasn't aware of. Now, many of you have told anecdotal stories that uh, certain registries, uh, registrars, whatever they're called, uh, would fail a student once in order to double up the fee. Mm -hmm. So they fail them once, pass them the second time, they make more money. The minister actually saying that, yeah, he's had complaints of that happening. He's also had complaints of uh, sexual harassment or... One. One, yeah. Uh, Yeah, he went on to say, he used it in plural later Mm -hmm. on in the conversation, but one for sure. Um, that there was that the idea behind giving it to the private sector in the first place was to save Albertans money because they would compete with one another um, but he's finding that not to be the case and anyone and, who and we're paying more here though than yes, other provinces for well, those for those testing that's the most important thing apparently yeah. in some cases depending on the level of license we could be paying as much as five times um, what other provinces are paying for certain classes of license the government of Alberta gets five dollars from every test so that's the revenue going into the province of Alberta. 
Now, what's not been mentioned by the minister, maybe he just didn't want to get into it, my problem with this is that I believe people are passing who shouldn't pass. It's the opposite of what this complaint about people having to take it twice. I feel like it's a money maker. Oh, and the other thing, by the, by the way, was that the province believes not all testers are qualified. That they well, I think that's one of the the big ones. Right. There is what what kind of standards are there for people to become a, a driving instructor mm-hmm. to to test yeah. kids and other people coming through? Uh, I, you think I, that there would be yeah. a bar there? That there, there would be a standard there, but. Apparently not. And as far as inspection goes of them, uh, the province doesn't have the manpower to inspect them yeah. all. And so therefore they can't say with certainty that everyone is doing a good job. I just think driving has gotten worse about the time it went to the private sector for licensing. And maybe it's a coincidence. I don't think it is. Mm. I, I don't think people are learning to drive properly. I don't think they're being held to a proper standard to get their license. And I and I and and to be honest with you, I feel like there's there's no ramification for being a bad driver. Like, I really feel like if you get three moving violations or, or how many ever points, that you should have to go back and, and drive your test again. I, I really do. And I know people don't like that idea, but I, I do. I, I think that you should have to prove again your ability to drive mm-hmm. a vehicle. Or at the very least, remind yourself what you're supposed to be doing when driving a vehicle. Well, when you think about it, I mean, you take most people take their test at 16 years of age. Then they aren't retested again until, what, they're 70, yeah. 75 years of age. and they get age. into bad, bad habits yeah. throughout that time. And see, I don't necessarily believe that at 70 or 75 you should have to take the test again. I, I just believe that if you've demonstrated a history of poor driving, uh, and, and that history is... Uh, you know, the, the the evidence of which is the number of tickets you've gotten or the number of repeat tickets for a single offense, like not using turn signals or speeding for that matter. And I know I'll probably get caught in that net at some point. You should have to go back and prove yeah. your competency to drive a car. What was your last? Oh, yeah, your last. No, that wasn't a speeding ticket. That was rolling through a stop rolling sign. Rolling through a stop sign in Airdrie. When was your last speeding ticket? Uh, other than a photo radar, a uh, long time. Yeah. Yeah. And the photo radar is still, you know, whatever. I don't know who you argue with. Well, was photo radar like five over or was it 15 over? Oh, no, no. It was, it like, was you were speeding. Oh, I was speeding. But it wasn't like, you know, dangerous driving. It wasn't one of these 214 and 100 or whatever. It was me coming to work on the white mud. Well, there was two photo radars. One was me coming to work and I was 10 over. And the other, I and I totally remember that day. Um, and the other was a construction zone where mm. I wanted to argue it because... I believe I just didn't slow down fast enough. That that construction zone that's on the white mud right now. Mm-hmm. Which ta- I said the signs were covered and they weren't. I no. went the next day and went, oh, no, okay. No. And there's 60. It's 60, um, yeah. But there's no one working there at that time of year. After yeah, one week ago, there, there, there's nothing going on. So I'm, you still, it's posted, so you still and have that, to slow And that down. was the scenario. The yeah. only thing working was the camera. Yeah. Right? Because all the signs were pushed to the side. That, and, and I had said they were covered up, but all the signs were pushed to the side, but it was still a construction zone. Yeah. But it's like, well, but nobody's constructing. Like nobody's I'm, there. Nobody, yeah. it's nobody. Hmm. And, they're, they're, and they're doing sewer work, so it wasn't like, you know, the pavement was reduced or the lane was gone or anything. It was pretty much the white mud with signs. That's, 60 kilometers that's an hour. 60 kilometers an hour, yeah. Hmm. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.